Thank you for joining us for this week's message from the First Christian Church in Great Bend, Kansas. Each week we share thought-provoking and life-changing teachings on topics that are important and relevant to you in your life. We hope that you will be encouraged by our weekly podcast and will tune in regularly. Now let's join the First Christian Church of Great Bend for this week's message. So today we are in week two of our sermon series called The Truth About Happiness. And remember, what we're attempting to do in this short, yet I believe uh, transformative series, is to take some time to not only uncover some misconceptions we all have when it comes to chasing happiness, but also to begin to see what the gospel actually has to say about happiness and how to attain more of it, which, of course, is something that we all long for. So last week, what we did to kind of set the foundation for this series is we got into how, whether we're aware of it or not, that for most of us, happiness seems to be this unspoken goal that is running our lives or the very thing that we seem to be chasing with everything that we are using any means necessary. But then after uncovering how happiness seems to be this underlying Um, controlling factor in our lives. What we discovered as we kind of did an overview of the New Testament, which really put into perspective one of the biggest misconceptions that most people have when it comes to chasing happiness is that according to the gospel, according to the New Testament, happiness is not, nor has it ever been the point. That's right. Happiness is not supposed to be what it is that we are chasing after, which is made extremely clear by how Jesus and his disciples chose to live their lives. But now that we know that happiness is is not supposed to be the goal of life, that then gets us into the question that I think we all long to know, which is if happiness is not the goal, or if happiness is not this destination we're supposed to be chasing with everything we are, then what is? Or what is it that we should be devoting our entire lives too. Well, after scouring the New Testament and reading about four different books on this topic, what I came up with is pretty simple, at least on first blush. Because what I believe the New Testament has to tell us about what it is we should be chasing after, what the goal of life should be, can be summed up in a sentence that Jesus says on the matter. So in Matthew 6.33, Jesus says this, Strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Or maybe as you've heard it, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So according to Jesus, the goal to which we should be devoting the entirety of our lives or the goal that God has created us to live is not to seek ye first happiness, which is what we have been taught but it's to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Now, of course, where this teaching gets a bit complicated is when you move from kind of the ideal, I think we all kind of get the ideal, in the particularities of what it actually looks like for you and I in our own time and place to seek first the kingdom. So, to help you begin to understand what that looks like, let me just walk you through some things that we're all called to do when seeking first the kingdom of God, then followed by giving you a method that you can use 
to try to discover what it is that, that God is calling you to do with your life as you seek first the kingdom in your own particular way. And I think this is going to be life transforming for many of you. I know it has been for me. It's been one of the big things that undergirds kind of my life. So for me, the place you got to start when trying to answer this question, and it's a foundational question, is that it begins by entering in to a relationship with the king of this kingdom. And of course, the way you enter in to a relationship with Jesus, with, with our king, is through faith or by pledging your allegiance and totally committing your life to Jesus and his way. That's kind of the first step in what it means uh, to finding your way in the world or, or seeking first the kingdom. Then once you do that, it becomes about doing your best day in and day out to live according to the king's command, which, by the way, are not commands given to us by this cosmic dictator who is just waiting for us to mess up so he can punish us. No, it's given to us by a king who loves us and wants what's best for us. And here are just a few of those commands God has given to us for our own good. Don't be angry with your brother or sister. Don't commit adultery or even lust. Let your yes be yes and no's no. Turn the other cheek. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Don't worry. Or as Jesus sums up all of his commands, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, body, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. Because that's what it looks like to seek first the kingdom of God. Or those are some of the things that all of us are being called to live. But now that you get those foundational pieces, now let me share with you that method that I mentioned early to help you try to figure out what it looks like for you as a one-of-a-kind individual to seek first the kingdom. And this is where I think things get really interesting for a lot of people. So, the way I go about trying to make sense of this foundational question is by thinking about life in terms of this incredible quote from Frederick Beekner. Because for me, this quote, almost more than any other quote that, that I have found on the subject, really puts into perspective what it means for you and I to seek first the kingdom of God as individuals. So Beekner says this, and if you've got something to write with, you really need to write this down and put this on your fridge or your mirror or something, because this will change you. He says this, your vocation in life is where your greatest joy meets the world's greatest needs. Again, your vocation in life is where your greatest joy meets the world's greatest need. And what Beekner is getting at here by using the word vocation is he's not just talking about what people do for a living. No, he's talking about what it is that God has created you specifically to do with your life. And for Fred, the way you figure that out is not by asking, you know, what job can I get where I can do the least amount of work and get paid the most, which for many is kind of the norm, but instead is to try to figure out what it is that you love to do or what it is that brings you joy, and then finding a place or creating a place where you can do what you love or you can do what brings you joy to meet the needs of others. Or, or to bring a bit more clarity to what Freddie's talking about here. Let me tell you about how I've used this method in my own life to discover specifically who it is that God is calling me to be in seeking first the kingdom. And this really has revolutionized my life in so many ways. So what I have discovered as I've taken some time over the years to kind of reflect on what it is that brings me joy, what it is that I love to do, is that 
where I seem to find the most enjoyment in life, besides my girls, of course, my girls are my world, that's, that's number one, is in nerding out on anything that pertains to God. That's right, the very thing that causes most people to shudder and run in fear because of the boredom it would cause them is the very thing that makes me feel alive and gets me out of bed in the morning. Which is why you'll never catch me at any point in my life where I'm not reading or researching a question regarding the mysteries of God because I can't get enough of it. And why I spend hours every single day, including the weekends and on vacation, reading, listening to, watching books, podcasts, lectures, movies about God and how God is at work in this world because I just can't get enough of it. And then, where my joy of nerding out meets the world's greatest need is in what I get to do every single day as a pastor. Because ultimately what I get to do as your pastor is to take all of that wisdom and knowledge that I have been acquiring, which brings me life, which brings me joy, and I get to share that with you. I get to do what I'm doing right now. To not only help you understand some of the things that I know, but more importantly, to help you encounter for yourself the one who is the source of all of that wisdom and knowledge and life. Or very simply put, what it looks like for me to devote my life to seeking first the kingdom of God is to devote myself to learning more and more about God because that is what I love to do. So that in turn, I can meet one of the world's greatest needs by teaching and introducing others to God. The bonus being, and oftentimes people don't think about the bonus, is that I actually get paid to do this work. I actually get paid to do what I would do whether I got paid or not. And so what that means for you is if you really want to get at what it looks like for you to seek first the kingdom of God beyond doing all those things that, that God is, is calling us to do by keeping the commands of our king, I would encourage you to take some time to try to figure out what it is that brings you the most joy, what it is that gets you out of the bed in the morning. And then devote your life to doing that with everything that you are, but not for yourself, not for your own wants and needs to meet the needs of others. Because for me, that's the goal. Or, or that is what it is that God has created you specifically to do with your life. Or that is what it means for you to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, which is absolutely amazing if you'll take any time to think about it. What God wants for us is for us to chase after these things that bring us the greatest joy in service to others. I mean, that's amazing. It will transform everything about your life. But what makes this teaching even better than that, like that's even possible, is that when we do this, or when we really do devote our lives to seeking first God's kingdom, ironically, what we will find and experience even more of is the very happiness and joy that we have spent our entire lives chasing. Because as Jesus explains, when you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, what happens as a result of that is all these things will be given to you as well. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you as well. 
or what I believe Jesus is trying to get us to see here when it comes to the truth about happiness is that if you want to experience more happiness, or if you want to live a life that consists of even more joy, then what you have got to do is to stop devoting your life to seeking first your own happiness or to chasing after whatever it is that you think you want and need because that doesn't work. Clearly, you've been doing that and you're not any happier. And instead, devote your life to seeking first God's kingdom. The side effect of that being more happiness and more joy in your life. Or very simply put, If you will not only devote your life to following the king's command, but devote your life to chasing after whatever it is that brings you the most joy and service to others, what you are going to find is the very thing that you've been chasing after your entire life. Because again, happiness is not the point. But a side effect that happens when you devote yourself to making the point of your life Seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness. Try it. See what happens. What do you got to lose? But I promise you, it's going to make a difference. It's going to make your life better. Let us pray. Father, we come before you today and we continue to wrestle with this idea of happiness. Because the truth is, as we discovered last week and talked a little bit about this week, we are a people uh, who, whether we know it or not, are all about chasing happiness. Or that believe, in a sense, that happiness is the goal of our lives. It's what we're trying to attain. So today, O Lord, help us to see that happiness is not supposed to be the goal. In fact, oftentimes happiness and chasing after it is the very thing that gets in the way of us experiencing the life you have called us into. So help us, O Lord, knowing that, to do what you have commanded us to do, to seek first your kingdom and your righteousness so that everything else will be added unto us. Or help us to devote everything that we are in our own particular ways, Lord, by chasing after what brings us joy in the service of others to following you. So that in turn, we can find that happiness and joy that result as a side effect. So Lord, send us back out into the world first and foremost to be a people who are about seeking your kingdom so our lives can be even better than they have ever been. We ask this all in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. You are invited back next week for another life-changing message from the First Christian Church of Great Bend, Kansas. Please check out our website at www.fccgbk.com. That's FCCGBK.com. May you have a blessed week.